Welcome to the Gauteng Wholesale and Retail Seater Leadership Chairs podcast. Hosted at the University of Johannesburg's Department of Marketing Management, we have conversations with wholesalers, retailers, and industry experts from South Africa and around the world. We also speak with renowned researchers so that we can provide you with information that promotes excellence and advances the retail industry. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Dr. Beate Stiedemulder, the Leadership Chair for the Wholesale and Retail Sita Gauteng, hosted at the University of Johannesburg. Our topic of discussion today is about career growth, career opportunity, and career diversity when you choose to work in retail. In studio with us today to unpack this topic and to share a personal journey is Mrs. Tembi Mazibuku, the Chief People Officer from Pick and Pay. Tembi's retail journey started in 2004 when she joined Pick and Pay's marketing department and was fortunate to shift and progress within the business fulfilling roles in other departments, including commercial buying, strategy and implementation. And her impetus and motivation when it comes to people is effervescent and she's incredibly excited about the future of her human capital at her current employer. Tembi also loves reading and seeking out quotes to inspire and energize her. And when she is not working, she's a very happy wife and proud mother of two exquisite children. So Tembi, with that, I would like to say a warm welcome and that we are delighted to have you with us today. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Great stuff. So Tembi, as a highly experienced individual in various parts of the retail environment, can you tell us more about what opportunities exist in retail? Thank you so much. There's very few topics that I'm as passionate about as retail. It really gets under your blood. And often when I meet people and they ask me, so what do you do? The classic bri question. Um, as soon as oh, I say yes. I'm in retail, I think the first images in people's mind is either you are a cashier or you're packing shelves and it couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, those roles are incredibly important within our business and are uh, very valued, but retail is probably one of the very few careers in the world where you can have a graphic designer sitting at the same table with a CA accountant, sitting at the same table with a trader and an architect. It's just one of those careers is it, it has literally something for everyone. And, and I have found in my own career that I started off in one department and I've worked in the company for many years, but I've worked in so many different areas. It's just so dynamic, so diverse, so fast moving that no one day is the same. And as soon as you get bored in one area, there are probably 10, 15, 20 other departments where you can move to. So it's a, it's an incredibly diverse business. <laughs> that is so exciting to hear. And I must tell you, I relate to the whole, you know, I work in retail and uh, people think it's cashiers, uh, frontline staff. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, um, you know, that's what we as customers going to a retail store see. Um, and that's mm. why it's so important to have these discussions just to broaden people's perspective, to understand that this could actually be a very exciting career and it's actually something which is often a well not often it is a completely overlooked career choice and we need to do something about that so Timmy, does a job in retail in your opinion hold growth opportunities 
Well, I think one of the things that we absolutely saw during COVID, it really confirmed that, right? So whilst every other mm. industry might have seen some sort of slowdown, shutdown, even some, and some even closing down, there was one constant and it was the food and beverage industry. People have to eat. Mm. And so even through the good times and the bad times, retail will continue to grow. As long as people need to eat, there will always be a market for retail. That is, we as retailers also have this incredible duty to shape the way, uh, one of my colleagues say, like, we shape the way people eat. So, you know, before retailers came into the space, People used to eat any type of egg. It was the retailers that came and bought free-range eggs. It was the retailers that are coming in with different options around plant-based, healthier options. So in as much as retail, of course, is about profit and it's about putting products on shelf, there's also a moral imperative that retailers can have. As, you, as a retailer, you can make a choice about what you put on the shelf. Is it going to be good for children? Is it going to harm the environment? Is it going to harm the people that work in the store. And as is retailers, we make those choices. We actually make the world a better place. It's not always easy to make those changes, but we as retailers are acutely aware of this moral responsibility to, even in our advertising, to show images of diverse people, to show images of healthy bodies and, and people who are perhaps of all shapes and sizes and all colors and creeds. So, just as, as a retailer, you are able to change the way a nation eats and therefore actually give a lot of value to the nation. And, and, and least of all, make sure the food is affordable. We always speak at Pick and Pay about allowing every family to eat with dignity. Every person should be able to feed their family without having to sacrifice an arm and a leg, literally sometimes. And just to mm. be able to put healthy affordable food on your plate, we as retailers, we do that. We are part of the fabric of society. So yes, there's lots of growth in retail. Absolutely. And I think, especially in the context of uh, your food retail sector, people don't always appreciate that your margins are, you know, actually fairly slim. <laughs> so you really work on volume. Uh, you know, the retailer really tries its best. And especially your retailers that want to be on a more affordable side, like your pick and pay quality and affordability. It's not just about you know, we make money and, and we're pushing our prices. I think that's a very contentious thing at the moment, you know, with the fuel increases and the prices of, of food. Um, it's mm. important to remember that the retailer really does try to be as competitive as possible um, and that it, it follows a volume model most of the time as opposed to really trying to push for margins to make extra profit. What also triggered um, in my mind is the fact that marketing and retail really go hand in hand and uh, – you know, retailers, marketers really have the power to control kind of the consumption culture of a nation. So that's a very important and responsible job. And I think especially with food, there's so much responsibility in educating about eating better, eating healthier. I think the takeaway is just that retail really is a career where you want to make a, a difference and can influence society in so many ways. So tell me, Tembi, in terms of um, support from a learning and development perspective, if I can just provide a typical scenario, we often have someone that decided that they couldn't get in to do further studies, they didn't do as well in high school, so they then kind of start with something basic in retail. And what I've found from some 
conversations that I've had with people is that there seems to be a bit of a sentiment of, yes, I didn't do well enough, so I'm not really going to grow. This is where I'm going to stick, you know, in the retail industry. I'm just going to be, you know, on the floor or whatever it is that they're doing. So how can we break that perspective? And also, what are companies doing in terms of this this learning and development and upliftment, which we need so much in South Africa specifically? Yes, I mean, uh, retailers certainly are one of the big employers within the sector. And I think, yeah, you're 100% right. In the past, retail was one of those careers that, oh, if you didn't do well, if you didn't, you know, excel at school, you can always become a retailer. And um, it's a funny thing is that, yes, I mean, if you come into our uh, store management programs, uh, whilst you might only need a matric to come in, we go through a very intense training and development process. So I would say that the entry into retail is at least still accessible. But once you're in there, we go through a rigorous um, learnership uh, management training to make sure that you can actually handle it. So, you know, if you think that an average supermarket can have turnover of millions of rands. And one store sometimes has more turnover than some of some successful companies in the country. And those successful companies are being run by CAs, you know, and MBA students. We have our store managers have to be able to manage profit and loss, have to manage a staff complement of 50, 70 people. So you need to have strong HR skills, you know, um, you need to have strong public relations skills. You've got millions of customers coming through your door every day. So this is certainly not a career for people who just want to take it easy and uh, slack off, right? This is not that career. And so in retail, we found that it has become absolute science. It's an absolute science. And that said, it's a tough job because I always say, oh, you know, it would be so much easier if we ran a law firm or if we we ran like a a medical practice because – when we speak about profit margins being thin, like you said, let me give you a people a clear example. We might make billions of rands, but for every rand that we have in turnover, we only make two cents in profit. So mm-hmm. that is a lot of effort for very little return. Yeah. Okay. So yes. we only make two cents for every rand that we make. Um, but we do know obviously those two cents do add up. So I think, Korean retail is one that requires quite a bit of science. And now the only, this part is my favorite. There are more careers in retail that you can think of. So when I have young people come to me and say, oh gosh, why would I ever come to a retailer? Why would I work at pick and pay? I said, tell me what you're passionate about. And one of them said, oh, I love dogs. I love pets. Well, I'll become a pet buyer. Have your whole day immersed on buying toys, treats, learning about nutrition, learning about supplements. Your whole world can be about dogs and cats and, and, mm. and pets. And if you love fashion and beauty, what a pleasure. We've got a whole clothing department. We've got a makeup uh, department that you can be part of. If you love a GMD, uh, electronics, go to our hypermarkets and buy electronics and games and and be that sourcing. If you love accounting, we've got finance and the CA department. If you're creative, we've got full marketing departments where we need graphic designers, uh, copywriters. We probably have every career under the sun. And as we become Mm. more online and app-enabled, we're starting to have exciting careers like data engineers and uh, 
uh, user experience architects, you know, these cool careers you've never heard of. So really, uh, yeah. depending on what you like, what you love, uh, how you're inclined, love to work in the office by yourself, there you're in actuarial science, we'll welcome you. You love to be out with people, you're on the shop floor greeting customers, that's also a job. Supply chain, we have got Every varied career under the sun. So come on down. There's a place for you and pick, <laughs> pick and pay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, that's so lovely, Timmy, and I love your passion. So what you're essentially saying, let's say, let's say, for example, I've studied a diploma in logistics and I've kind of started out by working in the logistics, uh, and I've pretty much been in the logistics uh, facet of the retailer. Can, my logistics knowledge of the business be applied to other departments and can I maybe even move to other departments? Oh, yes. That's one of the best parts about retail. I think other industries are so hard and fast, you know, like I think um, having friends and family member who work in banking, um, lovely industry, but, you know, once you're in the actuarial science division, that's it, you know, that's where you stay. Mm. I take myself, for example, being in retail, I started in the marketing department. And after mm. two years, I said, mm, I'm kind of bored, love to experience something else. I said, hey, why don't you try out buying? I was a trainee buyer for about a year. I bought fresh food, cheese and eggs and what have you. Got bored of that. They said, hey, try your hand into groceries. <laughs> okay, I started to buy cereals, soft drinks and biscuits and stuff. Got bored, started to buy health and beauty. Mm. There is probably more mobility within our business than in many other industries because mm. it is of benefit for me to have an accountant working in a store and have a store manager working in the accounts department because there's such cross-pollination of skills. So if you want flexibility and you want to be able to move within the business, retail is the perfect place for you. And, you know, we've got stores all over the country. So again, the day you decide, oh, I'm working in Durban, but I'd really love to Cape Town with pleasure. Transfer mm. down. So it's, it's, it gives you that mobility. And we've got stores now in Africa. So Namibia, Zimbabwe, uh, giving additional flexibility, not just uh, geographic wise, you know. So yeah, it's definitely one career I personally have experienced where if you have the passion, if you have hard work, you can learn it. Okay. And you can move within departments. Hmm. No, that is that is so incredibly exciting because it just means that you can, you know, especially for those people that are incredibly creative and that do get bored easily, you know, to be able to kind of reinvent your career every couple of years by staying in the same company, mm. you know, there's not a lot Absolutely. of companies um, that allows that possibility. There's uh, two other things that came to mind that I want to ask you about. The one thing is that there's a an argument on the one side that says that retail is a very good training platform for equipping you with the skills to become an entrepreneur. Would you say mm -hmm. that you agree with this? You know, it's a very good question. I think if you meet an entrepreneur, they will say to you, Entrepreneurs are a special bunch. Okay. They are, mm. they're, they're, does, not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. And I think what you find is that yeah. a lot of our retailers have got that entrepreneurial spirit, right? They, they wake up every day mm. going, Hmm, what can I do to sell more bananas today? You know, let me, do, let me do them this way. Let me create this sign. Let me create, you know, yeah. let me have a banana promotion coming in. 
That said, not every store manager or person who works in retail is made to be an entrepreneur. Naturally, the business mm. itself lends itself to entrepreneurs. And then within yeah. our company, just under 50% of our business is actually franchise. So we actually have entrepreneurs who come into the business and run their own businesses mm. and we support them with the brand and the support. So we, we spend yeah. a lot of time working with entrepreneurs and uh, they are a wonderful, I mean, part of our business. I'm, I'm so privileged. Sometimes I'm in awe of the entrepreneurs, you know, but for example, I'm mm. in retail and I don't quite think I would be able to manage running my own store. It's hard work. <laughs> It's hard work, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's great training ground. <laughs> That's the argument is that it's a great training ground because I think especially for the youth, you learn marketing principles, you learn customer relationships, uh, you learn how to put promotions together, the importance of merchandising, how to handle and manage stock Ooh. orders and all of that. And those are all things Absolutely. that you can learn about business to to take and make your own. The other thing I wanted to touch on is at UJ, we've got a diploma in retail business management. Yes. From there on, you can do, Great. yes, from then you can do an advanced, uh, a, a diploma. It used to be called the BTEC, so it's an advanced diploma. And then from there on, we've registered a postgraduate diploma in strategic retailing, which is uh, an honors uh, degree or basically fourth year of university degree. Um, in this case, because it's from a diploma, it, it would be your fifth year if you started in a diploma, but it would be your fourth year if you started in a commerce degree. Um, but I think what a lot of our students don't always appreciate is that there's, there's this kind of a perception of, I've got my diploma now, so I'm going to walk in and be the manager <laughs> so at the store, which we know is not going to be the case. And, of course, when their lecturers tell them that, they don't believe us. So can you please be the voice for the lecturers, Tembi, and explain to our graduates how oh, things work? Absolutely. I will say even with a master's, Nothing can teach you what you need to learn on the shop floor. I'll even take it further to say, uh, you know, our business was started by Mr. and Mrs. Ackerman, and every single one of their kids has worked in a store. They have packed shelves. They have offloaded trucks. They have served customers on the front line. Retail is detail. Retail is a people business. You have to have to start on the shop floor. It really serves you well. I mean, I can honestly tell you that the, the, the best executives, even the executives we have on the board now, the level of just detail, experience, insight that is gained by those who spend time on the shop floor is far more insightful than those who perhaps hadn't. And look, every career is different. If you've got, for example, a, a CA, you know, yeah, Maybe not spending time on the shop floor is valuable, but if you do go into retail, certainly in this company, mm. we will try as much as possible get you on the shop floor. So get ready, guys. There's no way you're going yeah. straight from there onto the boardroom. You're going to have to get your hands not even dirty. That's the best part. Dealing with customers, dealing with stock, understanding the business, it's the best part. Absolutely. And uh, I had a conversation the other day on radio also, and we said that, Doing those couple of years on the, uh, you know, the store floor, it's really like 
you doing market research as well, really understanding yeah. also what the customers want, what their needs are. You know, I myself also worked on the on the retail floor in my career and we were having a discussion the other day um where we were talking about our careers in retail and I and I said that one of my my highlights in my in my career was when I was promoted from being a promoter selling products on the floor to becoming a rep because I used to always you know, see these beautiful rep ladies come in with their books to take orders, yeah, and I yeah. so wanted to be one of them. <laughs> so, um, you know, but of course, I had to to work hard to to get to the next level because you know you have to. Obviously, I worked on uh, you know for a, um, a supplier, and um, not, yes. not for the retailer directly. But I mean, yeah, it's just there are those moments, and I think also you know for the youth, I want to remind them that. If you start basically working 2021, 20, 22, you have pretty much 43 to 45 years of work ahead of you mm. <laughs> until you mm. reach 65, which is now True. the, you know, the, the supposed retirement age. But just, you know, working on the shop floor for those years to get the experience is, is really a small little drop in the bucket of the other years that you're going to be growing so right. and doing more. Yes. <laughs> You're so, so right. You're so right. And it's really, it's a pleasure. Sometimes I look back on those days and there were some of the funnest days of my career. You know, you kind of go, oh, take me back. I want to go back there. <laughs> yeah. Take me back it's to the Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell me with mm-hmm. that, what for you would be the core message that you would like to get out to the people that are currently working in retail, but also people that are potential either students, uh, retail students, or retail employees? I want to say that the work that retailers do, from the security guard at the front door, the deli, the lady in the deli and the cashier, right up to the CEO and everyone in between, they play a critical role in the lives of South Africans, not only in providing this essential service, as we saw in COVID, but also in making decisions that just make South Africans and its people better. You know, we really do hold a very special place and a role in society. I want to say to all of those who work on the front line, thank you for what you do every day. It's hard graft and no one, not many people say thank you. I'm saying thank you to everyone on the front line and to those who are thinking of a career in retail, you will not look back. It will be one of the best decisions you make. It is exciting. It's dynamic. It's ever changing. You literally are studying the customer. There are days when we spend talking about what is the customer going to be eating in 2035, 2040? How is the customer shopping, wearing, eating, thinking, feeling? Because we as retailers need to allow for that. We need to plan for that. So you live in Mm, this amazing futuristic world, but you also live in this very dynamic world where every day is something different, you know, like everything that happens in the country from the petrol price to uh, an especially event at the rugby that happens to tragedies that happen in the country, everything impacts retailers. And so you just become like literally feeling the pulse of the country. So I cannot speak enough about retail. I love retail. Sometimes I say, oh, I wish I didn't love it so much. There must be easier ways to make money. But every day I come to work, I literally go, wow. Give them, bring yeah. it on. What's another day? And so we would love, love to really have more young people 
old people, middle, yeah, middle-aged people uh, interested in retail because I think there is truly a place for everyone in, in, the, in the retail space. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think especially for the current employees working in retail, put in the effort, find out how you can develop, find out about mm. programs that are offered, make contact with the CTAR, make contact with the chair as well uh, to see yes. because there's opportunity to grow. There's a lot of investment in, in skills development and there's mm. definitely a way for you to grow in retail. Yeah. With that, Tembi, I would like to say many thanks for your time today. This was really inspirational. <laughs> and we are so <laughs> glad that, that we could have you with us uh, today. It is, it's so nice when someone has a contagious passion for something. <laughs> oh, um, I love it. So, I love it. And uh, with that, I would like to say to our listeners, stay tuned in for more podcasts as we talk about everything wholesale and retail. And remember to visit uj.ac.za forward slash W-R-S-E-T-A to learn more about the chair, but importantly, to reach out and get involved with our projects if you have a passion for retail. So that's all from our side. Take care. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.